Okay. All right, so quick yeah. intro. Hi, everyone. Uh, it's your friendly neighborhood, uh, not Caleb moderator, uh, Ryan. Um, and of course, in the main moderator chair today, we have Jess um, and, and Don Julio, 1942. And uh, we have Bad Opinion Man, Lucius. Go ahead, do your thing. Oh. Lucius. <laughs> yeah so off the top off the top how do y'all feel about the movie off top like, oh i was i wanted to see what he had to say when i i said that about thor oh yeah what do oh, you no. have to say about that no 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 no. i, I meant when he had when, when he said dr strange was his favorite hero or something like that oh he's dr strange i said no, i think I, I said i said he was my favorite hero until he got that third eye now i don't mess with him oh why what why the third eye uh got you off kilter with it it's stupid. It, like I feel like it's, <laughs> it, 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 it it more like terrorizes people more than it looks like a hero type thing. Yo, Lucius is discriminatory. We apologize to anyone with third eyes open out there. Yeah. If you're if you're aligning your chakras with crystals and all that stuff to open your third eye, sorry, y'all. We apologize. <laughs> no, I think this movie. I think it was a great movie. I think um, I I have a lot of notes, um, so I'm gonna pass the ball. Oh wow, Lucius, how do you feel about the movie? Just like just raw, like tell us how you feel about it. Um, hmm, it was good. I liked it. Uh, saw it opening night, whatever you know, because I'm a real real Marvel fan. Oh, hey, burr, 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 burr. and then um, <laughs> it, I, I, I went in so like, not gonna lie, this movie was one of those movies I did not find myself like wanting to see. Like out of all Marvel movies, I was always like, oh, I'm so ready to see this one. When I saw previews to this, I was just like, this kind of just looks like a rip off of Ragnarok because they needed a final Thor movie. So I wasn't really going into this movie like, oh, I want to see it. I actually saw it and I enjoyed it. I still don't know where the storyline fits in this, where it can lead to and where it came from. Because like they just pulled Gore the God Butcher out of nowhere. Like there, there was he was like not even hinted in any other movies. He just randomly showed up. So that's why I thought this movie was going to be like an off offsetting movie. But it turned out to be pretty good. Okay, you, you can appreciate that. I mean, it was the and I will say this: um, the the teaser and the trailer, the highest view, you know, trailers I think in Marvel history. Uh, but but so it was a lot of hype going into it. But I think we all thought it was going to be a little bit more connected to the wider uh, universe. And I think maybe that very first scene or the opening scenes, uh, probably furthered. No, that's not true. That's not true. I think the introduction of the gods and the whole concept of there being more gods. No, that's there's a, man. What man? What are we talking about? I'm thinking about it. I'm like, wait, but then you have the sword, right? The sword, right. which like is you know connected to the symbiotes, which connected Spider Man and the Eternals and the sword they got on there. Then you got the whole concept of the gods, which is gonna take you so much further. Right. And you got the whole guardians who are out there, you know, happy that they don't have Thor and those goats. Oh my. Listen, the goats were killing me the whole oh, movie. Same. The same. whole movie. Every time they came in with that, ah, I was like, I was, <laughs> I was dying laughing every time. It don't matter. Like <laughs> they pulled up and 
<laughs> oh my god. No, when they <laughs> crash landing in the, in the <laughs> planet. Yeah. City. <laughs> and it, it like I loved it because it was so fitting of goats because like you're crashing into like this rocky ass like planet, right? So like goats are the goat at fucking mountains and like climbing up that shit. So them crashing into that, like the whole like planet, like that shit was so funny to me. And it, it, I loved how they zoomed in the sound of their like effects, like coming into every scene. <laughs> so into the notes, um, the mo- the movie finally answers some long awaited questions, uh, like where's Lady Sith and what happened to Jane. I know no one really likes that dark world movie, so we didn't really see, uh. Lady Sist and people may be like, "What? Who is that?" But uh, she was an important character once upon a time in the MC, the early MCU. Um, Jane, I guess to an extent. Uh, I think that this movie really just kind of further, like Lucy said, furthered Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, continuation. Like, yeah, like a perfect continuation. Like, yeah. You couldn't really see this movie without Ragnarok like you're gonna be so confused and almost a remix of Ragnarok you know like just with characters replaced yeah no 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 I agree I I mean you couldn't couldn't get to it without it they're starting a new trilogy for Thor like they're kind of just ignoring one Thor 1 Thor 2 like uh, we we know those movies exist but now I just feel like Ragnarok Love and Thunder and I I believe I heard there's a fifth Thor movie coming out I feel like that's like this is his like actual trilogy. Like this is what he was supposed to be like destined to, I guess. Well, clearly we see with that uh mid credit scene. Um, and that's that's what I was gonna say. My next point was uh there's more world building. Yep. You had Zeus, you had the gods. First off, they made Zeus really nasty, and I appreciate that. Man, I love that. I loved it. I thought that it was on brand, like the like, Greeks, I, the yeah. you know, ancient Greeks. <laughs> Him coming off the top with like, oh, you're not invited to the orgy, or like we're having this orgy tonight. Like, I felt like that really embodied like everything that you really don't hear about the Greeks, but you kind of like hear about it if you dig deep enough. But that's not like something they're like, hey, the Greeks were some freaks, you know? Like, it's- <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. <laughs> but Why did you like that, Lucy? Why didn't I? Yeah, it was an accurate portrayal. I don't know. Like, I just like the whole scene's dope. It's just like when Zeus, like, just the whole like character of him. I, I didn't really enjoy. I didn't find him funny. I didn't find him interesting. How, how would you envision Zeus? I mean, I, that's a question for both of y'all. Like, how would y'all envision Zeus if, even if this was a Zeus that you felt uh fit into the movie ryan but like how would you envision zeus in this setting i thought it was perfect only because of how you have the the juxtaposition right you got thor introduce him like yo this is my hero i I based everything and then we literally see him like do that like super dramatic entrance where he like catches his uh you know and then we're like oh that's what thor does oh yeah you know what i mean and then for him to just like immediately become like a nasty man we were like, oh, he's a politician. He's like a nasty yeah. politician. Yeah. So I, 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 see it. I appreciated it. I kind of see it as in, like, if Thor said he looked up to him and stuff, I wanted to see what he looked up to. So if Zeus was, like, some crazy powerhouse god, I would be like, oh, Zeus is dope. But then 
Thor has to pretty much like live up to his expectations because that's his favorite like person. And Thor overpowers him with the when he takes the ball and stuff. Like that would have been dope. He's like, oh, this is the guy I really looked up to, but I just defeated him. Oh, so you'd you would have liked to have seen like a battle between them, like a true battle of like, okay, battle of the gods, like who's the bigger badass? Yeah, like I looked up to this dude, and now let's see if I can prove myself that I'm better. Okay, I see that. Like, I completely understand that. What I what I enjoyed the most about Zeus is that they didn't give you that because I feel like that, that would have been like the stereotypical like I'm going against like the head boss, like mm-hmm. someone that I someone that I look up to, and you know, like he's he's the 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 icon, like he's he's that that dude. And then you meet him. That's why I love whenever he told the kids, like you know, they always say like don't meet your idols or whatever. Like I love yeah, how they like tied- the irony. Yeah, like I love how they tied all that stuff in because it's just like I feel like you meet a character like Zeus because I can say going in whenever they were like Zeus, I was like, oh my god, this nigga's about to be crazy, and then I was mm-hmm. like, Russell Crowe, <laughs> yep, like, yep, yep. I was like, Russell Crowe, okay, I was like, this can go like a couple of different ways just because you know Russell Crowe does have some range, so I'm like, okay, this can go real evil, sadistic, sadistic. This can go like you know a uh, a more I'm related to the character, whatever. So I felt like them having that, oh, I'm not like this. I am a powerful God, but I'm not really displaying that in this scene. Like I'm kind of letting the people down that look up to me as a God, which was the whole like kind of feel of the movie. You see that at the beginning of the movie with Christian Bell and like him being so disappointed by his God, like the God that he looked up to to the point to where he became like this evil being and then you see thor like not in such an extreme way but still an extreme way because he was able to take like his weapon and everything but you see that same like kind of air in that in that scene of him being like oh i'm meeting my idol but you're not living up to what i've praised Uh all this time and I appreciated that. I think that the early kind of issues with the early Thor movies was that it was too self-serious. Like, he he took things too serious and everything was very predictable. It was like, oh, Thor, so he's so worthy. He's trying to fight to be worthy for his father. And I think that now you get rid of all of that. You know, they got rid of Odin. They got rid of, like, Loki, essentially, for now. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And <laughs> right. they, you know, essentially... You you just have this movie where it's like in two seconds that that whole storyline we thought might have been there, where it's like oh Thor is, is looking up to him and it was like oh it was over with. As soon as he said that comment and he Thor turned to him and was like oh maybe he's not that great. Right. It's like okay they clearly get like this is a time crunch. We have War of the God Butcher. They're not gonna Spider Man three. You know try mm-hmm. to work in so many villains and angles. It they're setting something else up. This is a scene. It's an important moment, but I will say this about Zeus. Say he's not that all-powerful. Remember, Odin was pretty all-powerful, too. I think they're on the same level, in my opinion. But Zeus survived that massive kind of attack from from (laughs) Thor. Yep. But it was with his own weapon, so there's no telling what connection he has with that weapon itself. You know, like because seeing him in that, seeing him in that Easter egg, like at the end, it's like, damn, like because you know they're all like Zeus is dead and he's not, you know. So 
there and then just seeing you know i mean i'm definitely fast forwarding but seeing that easter egg of like in that same scene of like hercules it's like it just opens up like so much of the whole god world with that exactly and then and then i mean i don't know if y'all peeped it in that same scene um hercules uh once he says once zeus says that joke and hercules is right there like (laughs) yeah dad yeah <laughs> so I mean they kind of foreshadowed that the whole movie was foreshadowed, honestly, yeah. within the first five scenes. Truly. We just didn't understand it fully. Um I guess the quickly just kind of touch on the thing I kind of open with uh for Lucius's sake, because you know you gotta get an Eternals reference in there. Um <laughs> I know we all hate the Eternals here. Um uh, not, but, not everyone. You can't say everyone. I know 99.9% of the population hated the Eternals, but I will... I will no, they do not. No, they do not. <laughs> okay, 99.9%. A lot of people like the Turtles. I wasn't one of them, but a lot of people like the Turtles. Were they in this side of the multiverse? or? <laughs> <laughs> Hate the Go watch word. the Turtles, I would, I would guys. Say... <laughs> Yeah. It's important. It's important because now it's important. Now we see the you know the power of these swords that come from the same place. Uh in the comics, you know, Dole, the creator of the symbiotes, of the, the venom essentially, uh symbiote, alien, extraterrestrial, created them. Like that whole storyline I thought was gonna be in this movie. I guess they cut it to kind of add to some kind of Spider-Man storyline or something down the line. I don't know. Wink wink nudge nudge. But essentially uh those that's last scene the post credit scene in eternals that you know with that blade popping up uh which we, yeah. we gotta talk about one day blade popping up like that that was kind of crazy but we gonna let blade make it because he's blade but <laughs> those two swords are connected we see how powerful that sword was you can only imagine how powerful the sword is at the end of the Eternals. right taika loves pop culture references and you know what let me just say this like let me put some respect on Eternal's name. I didn't necessarily like the movie, right? But mm-hmm. I think that respect. Eternal's, I think Eternal's hands down has some of the best visual effects. And like hands down has some of the best visual effects that I've seen in a Marvel movie. For real. Like I really do feel that way. Shane Chi was kicking <laughs> Eternal's ass. We're not going to talk about what? <laughs> what? We right. didn't watch yeah, them blow up Avengers campus and turn it into a whole battlefield. We not going to act me, like that. Let me say my part. Let me say my part. Go ahead. First off, <laughs> in Eternals, let me say, people might hate the movie. People might think like, oh, it, it didn't work. Oh, it didn't make sense. It didn't add the timeline. One of these movies is going to lead back to Eternals and you're going to be like, oh, that movie, <laughs> and you're going to boost your rating up high as ever. You're gonna you know be like, what? oh, that all makes sense. This movie is actually good. I, Second, you know, I fuck with that. Lucy. The, whole, <laughs> the whole scene with the Celestials and everything, like, you cannot say that's Shang Chi is better Ooh. than that. Like, did you see the Celestial in this movie though? It was yeah. a real. It was a yeah, real yeah, 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 shot yeah. in I there. Them. I saw them. It was pretty bad. So, did the Celestials are they? Does that mean that they also have gods? Like, I, I'm so confused by that. I don't know. The Celestials created the Eternals, and which they call themselves gods. Like we don't know what's 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 yeah. We don't, we don't know anything. To don't be really announced. It's like it's to like we just watched the whole movie that was an origin story that gave us nothing, 
Ain't that, yes. ain't that but but visual effects? Ain't that something? Mm-mm-mm. Wait, who? The Eternals. Yes. No, they did. Whole movie was a prequel. Well, intro to nothing. And it was in the prequels. It was like prequels within prequels. And I'm like, y'all are I doing can, way I too can, much. Yeah, I, was, with the- I was gonna say, I, I can say it was hard to introduce ten new characters within, well, like five thousand years, but showing it in ten minutes, <laughs> right? And also introduce deviants and a whole deviant, and then it was they introduced everything. What were they doing? It was the it whole was movie too much. Like it was it's a whole too- movie wreck time. They're literally redoing yeah. everything for the sake of it. It's like so y'all don't have to do a second one of these, like because you pretty much gave us all of this. Please don't give us this, a second in this one. This one movie, and I can no, just go no, watch it like it. ten need, times. We need a second. Harry Styles, I'm sorry, I apologize. We I forgot about you. him. Give us a Thanos series, a Thanos uh, prequel series. I know it doesn't really make any sense, but give it to us. That's how we're gonna use that Harry Styles contract. Please keep the Eternal far from everything else. We have the X Men now. We're good. Bro, the X. Oh my. Okay, let's let's move. We're on. good off our so what's, what's next on your list? Yes. What's up? What's next in the notes? Taika Waititi loves pop culture references. Uh, all I was gonna say is, oh, almost fell. All I was gonna say is, uh, <laughs> um, Mary J. Blige. Uh, that was a crazy scene. We're not even gonna act like that wasn't a crazy scene with them just vibing to Mary J. Blige. That was a lot. And then of course the Interstellar reference in there. I don't know if you guys caught it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Nice and they were jamming to Sierra too. Like they, they um, were vibing. They were. They were vibing. They had good music. They had good music to this in this movie. I mean, but Tyke, I, like, I, like, that's Tyke. I like the sound. I like the soundtrack in this movie. It was really yeah, good. for sure. It was. It was very like 80s hair, like rock. Cynthia. Um, mm-hmm. Very Brilliant like. Scenty. And then like they had the modern twist, like with the Sierra and like um you know just those tracks but like the soundtrack was really good like and what i will say so i'll it, like the first 30 minutes of the movie i was like oh so this is a comedy like i literally felt like this movie was a comedy and like if you were going for like action not saying that it wasn't there but it was more so just like i felt like out of all the thors like out of all the marvel movies really like they always had this sense of comedy but i felt like this one was like Okay, like not I know, and it was like Love and Thunder, like a love story or whatever. But I just felt that it was like a comedy, and not in like rom com comedy way, just like a straight up comedy. I have a very, very, very hot take. Okay, <laughs> this is the hottest take. You're not gonna find it anywhere else. First alert: <laughs> this whole movie, I knew with the Old Spice advertisement. This whole oh. movie was Marvel secretly testing. The fourth wall breaking technique for She Hulk. Just follow me. Just follow me. Follow me down this rabbit hole. Okay. They already said that She Hulk is going to have fourth wall breaking, which inevitably is going to lead to Deadpool because Deadpool it has fourth wall breaking. Right. Now, here's how we knew. Don't forget that advertisement that just came out a couple months ago with Deadpool and Cord. Remember? 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 Also, remember Ryan Reynolds and Taika Watiti just from the movie. With Stranger Things, Sean Levy, oh. he just done two movies with Ryan Reynolds, and he's also going to be directing Deadpool 3. They're all really cool. And then remember, a week ago, when Chris Hemsworth said he wants to appear in Deadpool 3. That's all I got. Man, tie it all together. <laughs> I don't see it. 
What? I wouldn't be surprised if they were all on set. I wouldn't be surprised if they even filmed Deadpool in this movie somehow. They've been filming him secretly and everything. Kind of like how they used to do with Hugh Jackman. Kevin Feige just balls up his paper right now. Like, oh, he's giving up all the secrets. Bring him <laughs> in. Um, <laughs> hey, yo, Kevin Feige at the end of this pod, you know, pops up in the side of the room from the shadows like Nick Fury in the early movies. <laughs> we need to bring you in. <laughs> There's lots of LGBT representation. So, um, yes, lots. But you well, got can, I, can I say something about that, though? Yeah. I'm glad that they didn't, like, throw it at us rather than, like, we, like they threw, they hinted it. But, like, a lot of these Marvel movies or, like, a lot of these movies lately have been just throwing it at us, just screaming it out. Like, oh, my mom's. Oh, my dad's. I'm like, okay. like, Or they'll, they'll actually just, like, show the couple. I'm not, like, hating on it. I'm not saying, like, they should not do that. But, like, I'm saying it's, like, not the way Don't to force show. the diversity. Yeah. Yes. Yes. No, I I love how they did, like, you know, with Korg and, like, him just telling his story, you know, and it's, like, it's really nothing, like, sexual. It's really just, like, intimacy, which intimacy doesn't necessarily mean, like, PNV or PNP or VNV, whatever preferences. Um it it was very much just like a love story which goes along with the whole theme of the movie like love mm-hmm. and thunder and i loved how they like portrayed that um same sex like relationship but like nothing to do with like what what people stereotypically see as like intimacy and um love or whatever just like really just like hey we have a connection and we built this baby like with our hands together holding it together for a month like um i thought that was dope how they did it them and valkyrie uh obviously yes um i think it was uh but you know it's crazy natalie portman actually just came out literally like an hour or two ago and just said that it's the gayest movie ever in mcu and she's getting some backlash for that it's that so. it's the gayest Marvel movie. Yeah. See, I, I, they never should have brought her back on at all. Whoa! What? <laughs> Whoa! Wait, wait, we are talking about Lady. We are talking about Lady Thor, right? That yes. Her name? Yes. Oh okay, no! Okay, yeah. It's the Mighty yeah. Thor. Lucy. Okay, fine, fine, fine. No, <laughs> the no, Lady yeah, Thor. I, I, also, <laughs> I, I, I also got to say something about that, man. Okay, but real quick. What was the reason that she wasn't on Ragnarok? Did she like quit or did she like not want to do it she anymore? Quit. She her quit. Reason? She, her and Marvel had a falling out. So Thor Dark World was like a very toxic workplace environment, particularly because they originally had Patty Jenkins from Wonder Woman um, directing it. She was supposed to be director for the, the, the trilogy going forward. And her vision and she kind of, I don't remember if it was specifically because of the action sequences she wanted. And they wanted her to just focus more on the story and not the, like the CGI pretty much. And they just had to create differences. So she left the project. Well, her and Natalie Portman are really cool. So her leaving the project kind of put a damper on that. It was a toxic work environment. Okay. They threw it all together. Um, that's why uh, Idris Elba wanted to leave as well. So that's why. So like when. that Okay, so I figured that happened. I just needed like a confirmation before I start talking to trash. That I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so like I, I I knew I knew that like she was in Ragnarok and stuff and I was like oh okay so she just <clears> definitely <throat> left Marvel whatever when they left released the cast whatever for 
Thor Love and Thunder and she's came she came back, I was like, I kind of don't respect her anymore. Cause like you left you yeah. left Marvel, like you kind of just like left you you kind of just left on a hanger, so they had to do something completely different with Thor, which they did good, bring bringing Ragnarok around. But then like now that she came back, I was just like, okay, like like you don't need to come back. Like it's too late for you now. Like I kind of just like didn't find a spot for her. So like now that she's saying stuff about the movie and stuff, like what like what was she in the movie for if you were just gonna talk trash about it? Yeah. Well, no, no, she didn't say the gayest, like it was like a bad thing. She was just saying it like, you know, just calling it out. Like, yeah, this is like hey, this this the most uh LGBTQIA plus like aware. Yeah. Ryan, you got me talking trash. You should have clarified that. Hey, well, you know what? No, this is unedited. The more you know. Uh, yeah, it might be other that, like you, that, that sharing your bad opinions. Um, obviously, that department so bail when she was with Marvel Studios the first time, it was still under Ike Perlmutter, who you know is famous for not wanting to see women in lead roles or people of color. He kind of just wanted to make money and put white men at the forefront. Um, he actually turned down the scripts of Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Black Widow, and so many others that were sitting on ice for years. Um, until Kevin Feige fought to basically get him out of there. He went to Disney, said, it's him or me. They said, we'll separate you two, and that's how you got Marvel TV on Netflix and ABC and stuff, and then Marvel Studios doing their own thing on the film side. Now that Kevin Feige has, you know, reunified everything and got all of them ousted, essentially, Mm -hmm. from Marvel, people are now more inclined to work with Marvel uh, from, you know, back then, because everyone loves Kevin Feige, so... Um, and then on top of that, Taika from Ragnarok, he actually wanted uh, Natalie Portman in it. Um, it just was like a scheduling thing. And so getting her back was like his top priority going into this movie. And he literally just said it the other day. He wished he could have, uh, you know, have more movies with her. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But <laughs> we'll save that for the end. In honor of uh, Zeus and his lightning bolt named Thunderbolt. That wasn't very creative. Um, I go, I'm gonna do a lightning round. I'm gonna go through all of my notes in two seconds. Oh shit! Okay, let's go. Mighty Thor on the horse, a reference to Jane's time as Valkyrie in the comics. Also, could be a foreshadow when she comes in on the horse at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, that horse is fast, by the way. Um, <laughs> Mighty Thor is not dead. Jane will return. And the answer is in Moon Knight. If you guys remember Moon Knight, I'm spoiling. Oh my god! You ever seen it? Haven't. <laughs> but that's uh, my own. That's my, that's my own fault, though. That's my own fault. So, like, if you gotta spoil it, like, let's do it. Let's do it's it. It's a for baby the spoil. It's not no, a main it. spoil. It's let's, a baby. let's do it for the people. Let's like let's put the pieces together. So in Moon Knight, which is another one about gods and pantheons, of course, um, he dies. Mark, our main character, dies. And when he dies, he is welcome <laughs> to the main, you know, to the basically the similar Valhalla, but, you know, for the Egyptian gods. Okay. And uh, he's in the field of reeds, and he chooses to turn around and go back to Earth and come back. So, um, and there is precedence for this in the comics where she does die and come back after she's Mighty Thor. She comes back as Valkyrie. 
going forward. So we'll see if that is set up and that's what they're doing with that post credit scene. Yeah. Zeus is hard to kill. He must be on an Odin level. I said it earlier. He must be like an Odin type level God. Um, consider he's been living longer than probably all of the other gods, maybe even some celestials. Um, he mentions it when he's talking to Thor about those are lower level gods. Um, that's the first time we ever hear that there's levels to this godliness. Yeah. Hey, big God. <laughs> it's big God in the streets. Um, the whole movie is foreshadowed explaining uh, Valhalla and how it works. The Sith, uh, Thor with love, talking about love with uh, with uh, Star-Lord in the beginning and then love turning out to be an actual physical person. Um, I think they did that intentionally to make it more enjoyable for audience members so they don't have to do the whole low-key episode 16 where they're explaining for 30 minutes because there's no way people are going to understand it any other way. They found a creative way to work it in. Shout out to Taika. Thor has plenty of children in the comics, but there's no precedence for him having an adopted daughter named Love, meaning that they're off script. They're off book. <laughs> they're creating. They're creating now. <laughs> So we'll see where that goes going into Thor 5. <laughs> the meaning of the film's title, Love and Thunder, is a setup for Thor and Love's ending. Because Thor ends up with his adopted daughter, Love, who he gets from Gore the God Butcher. Her name is actually Love, so it's Thor, Love, and Thunder. The two things that he has, Love and Thunder. Because remember, he leaves with the Thunderbolt, with a lightning bolt named Thunder. So he literally leaves with Love and Thunder. He goes in with Love and... Come on, man. Come on, man. You got to Come on, man. <laughs> the return of uh, important post-credit scenes. Though this one feels like a little bit more of like the Guardian scene, that last post-credit scene with uh, Hercules, it reminded me of, I don't know if you guys remember Guardians 2, which feels like so many years ago at this point. You remember when they introduced uh, the idea of Adam and we haven't seen him since? <laughs> ever <laughs> it just failed we never saw what with adam i think he might be in probably guardians 3 but you know that's gonna be a million years after the fact so that's how this one feels we don't know when the next door is coming or how so it just feels like it's gonna sit for years and we're never gonna you know figure out what's going on with it um mcu has a lot of post-credit scenes like that surprisingly that they still have to kind of make up for <laughs> and the last thing from my lightning section <laughs> Matt Damon is back and he's annoying <laughs> and then they brought Melissa McCarthy <laughs> into the MCU oh my gosh they brought a lot of people into the MCU that pl- that play was hilarious I thought it was funny as fuck because no, in Ragnarok I was laughing but then this one as soon as I started seeing them act I was like oh here we go again here's another play this one was funnier when the hammer, when they have the hammer, like going towards, like I was laughing so hard, like oh, how, that whole... how slow <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing because I was I was trying to see who Hella was, and as soon as she ripped through, I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I did not expect her. Were they? You guys feel like they were kind of like clickbaiting it a little bit because uh, clearly that's not how the story ended. And therefore, they were forcing people to come back to watch it again for whatever the next story was going to be. Or how do you guys feel about um, that? Because uh, ending that play with Hella breaking the hammer is crazy. Yeah, I mean, it, hey, what's your question? 
these guys feel like they were ripping people off with that play by forcing them to come back to see the rest of the scenes. Because we all know that's not how the story ended. Hmm, I don't know. I mean, maybe because, you know, they made it into a tourist uh, island, you know, like, and they yeah. made it a point to say that in the movie, like, so maybe it was a tactic for them to have people, like, come back, and people are definitely going to come back after everything that happened. Okay, can I just say this? Because I, I was going to ask you guys, before I say this, like, what was, what were, like, one of, what was one of your favorite scenes from the movie? Young Avengers. Me I mean, too. That's what's <laughs> the young Thor's. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, the young. I didn't like that part. What? Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Me, Is it kind of because it was me, like kind of like spy kidsy or something like that? I, but yeah, I kind of felt like it was just like a spy kids type thing, and I, I was just like, okay, this is kind of cheesy. A little too absurd for you. I mean, it was definitely cheesy. It was it definitely cheesy. The only reason why I liked it is because I like the potential of what it can bring to because you know seeing Thor be able to be like, hey, activate, you know, to all this. But wasn't army. Oh, that's what I was. That's what I was thinking. But I'm like, oh my god, not... he got ever since Odin died, he started the show. He's you know what I mean. He's big Thor now. I don't big think that's Odin's Thor's son. powers though. I think that's Zeus's power from his bolt that he can't true. Be true. That's not the first. Okay. So that's okay. so Zeus, okay. Zeus is able to do that because he had the bullet. Because yeah, he didn't even have Stormbreaker on him. So Okay. Mm, okay. Well we need to okay. see what the catalyst we need to see what the, the catalyst is, is though. We need to see, it does it does look yellow. So it's definitely a Zeus like trait. But Maybe Thor was the catalyst for that. Like, can can Zeus do that? <laughs> I, was gonna, like, I, I was gonna say maybe it's like what you wish. How like when you use the Infinity War or like the Infinity Gauntlet, you wish to have something, so you do it. But like, I think with the ball, it's like whatever power yeah, you they want. They clearly established that these these uh uh like Mjolnir and Stormbreaker are sentient beings in of themselves who can think and yeah. operate, you know, and attach themselves to people. So. I mean, maybe that's what it is. Like, they could talk to them and, you know, wish for more powerful things, kind of like the Infinity Stones. Can we mention the fact that now we have Stormbreaker and Mjolnir back? Because I'm not a fan of that. Why? Because now Thor is not even using Stormbreaker anymore, which is way better than Mjolnir. But, like, now that he's using it again, it's just like now it's like, what was the whole point of, like, I feel like his whole Infinity War entrance was just pointless now. Like, that was Thor, and then now we got, okay, we got old Thor with the old hammer. But he has a new hammer, though. The hammer is not just the hammer. It's pieces of that fucking sword, too. That is true. (laughs) But Stormbreaker is still better, and it's like, it's like, I feel like Stormbreaker is, like, I don't know, the whole team-up they did in Infinity War when Groot gave like you know gave him his the handle and stuff like they all work as mm-hmm. a team that was a powerful to get to where yeah, he, that was a powerful moment. Was, he needed yeah. to be and now that, that was like my now. question too how long has that been the key to the to the you know the eternity right the port like to everything like and why didn't thor just wish you know was it like a one wish for everybody in the entire universe thing like why didn't he just wish to get jane cured right because i was like i was Okay, did you? I don't know. This may be like, I, cause I noticed this. Okay, whenever it was them three and they're in like that water land where you like do the wish and like, uh, 
Christian Bale was like asking like for basically for his daughter to come back or whatever like that. Did y'all see like whenever it went to Jane and like she was laying on the ground because it, uh, uh, at first, you know, it's like horns. But whenever Jane was laying on the ground, the shadow of that being that he was like asking for his wish for the like the top of it, instead of it being horns, it turned to like a woman's head with her hair blowing. Um, I'm not being held at some point right now by a certain Marvel executive that's named rhymes with seven Saigi. <laughs> but if I was not, I would say I don't know what Jessica is speaking about. I didn't notice it. <laughs> are you talking about? Are you talking about? Has she been laying, laying, and on the water's like reflection, you can see yes. a black figure that looks like his daughter. No, no, no! It didn't look like his daughter. Well, maybe, maybe that was. It, it was, his daughter, it, was a, but... it was a black. It was a black figure walking towards him, and when the camera moved up, it was his daughter. Well, no, no, no! It was the whatever figure. Remember, whenever Christian Bale is like there, his character, he's like, you know, he's that's the that's where they're trying to get to through that gate, like, um, yeah. He and they get there, and it's like this figure, and it's a galaxy, and within the figure, but it has horns. Mm-hmm. whenever he's like asking for you know whatever his wishes whenever it flashes over to jane with the reflection in the water that figure is no longer like with the horns it's a woman with her hair blowing but it's still the hmm. it still has the galaxy in the inside of it you like, might have to go to the comics eternity might I be would... a woman i think eternity is a woman though i would have to rewatch that that's what I'm saying. I noticed Nobody, that, I, and I was I, like, I was like, why did that turn like that? And I don't, I don't know the comics, so like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to pull from that. But I was just wondering because I saw that change in the figure. Yeah. Also, Ryan, one on one, you're gonna kind of have to explain to me the whole like eternity and the, the um, like that whole the whole thing. It, it's it's like a universal thing, and then it's a multiversal thing. They're honestly they're they're introducing more of those because they're just setting up Secret Wars, which is basically like the ultimate like Avengers level event. Like it's gonna be a multi level. Like it's gonna be really big. It's gonna be really confusing too. Like easily because it, so it's, it's gonna take the fifteen movies to explain it. There's no way you thought the Infinity Wars was hard to explain. Secret Wars is super hard. Wait till you see five Spider-Man fighting each other for the death, like to the death. So, can I can I get can I send my list of nitpicks that I didn't like in this movie? Let's go. Yes. <laughs> All right. Don't, and don't like you know hate me, especially the fans. You know, we can't. So, we're here. We're here to you know feel shitty. So <laughs> <laughs> very funny. <laughs> All right. So first, there was some bad acting. I can say that. Who was the worst? Who was the worst? Who was your standout yeah. bad actor? Jane was kind of Jane was kind of cocky. I was like, all right, I'd let her let her have her little mighty Thor moments or whatever. But when she was fighting Gore and she's over there, it's mighty Thor. Eat my hammer! I was I literally covered my eyes. I wanted to walk out of the theater. You guys like any embarrassment? I felt, yeah, I felt the embarrassment. <laughs> I, I literally felt like everybody was like, "This is this is your favorite movie." Like, <laughs> I felt so dumb. Is watching. this your king? 
<laughs> so I was like, I was like, ooh, like they they got to cut that out with her. I was like, ooh, she's okay. She's too cocky at that point. So I was like, I'll let it slide. Though. I'll let it slide. Third reason, I do not. Just the reason, the same reason why I don't like Doctor Strange anymore because his third eye. I don't find Thor as really Thor now that he has like a daughter. I don't like the whole daughter. So that was like another thing that people brought up was like how uh, the MCU is kind of like really focused on parenting and parent-child relationships now. <laughs> and no one knows why. But it, yeah, you think about every single show, it's parent-child relationship. But like, can I, but like even when you think about it, though, like Tony Stark, since he was with Pepper, he's been talking about having a kid, but Pepper doesn't want him to have a kid because he, had, he had a kid already. Then you, then you, exactly. But then now yeah. you have you, you, Captain America. He always wanted to be with uh, the, uh, Peggy, Agent, whatever. And like yeah. that, that, yeah, that was his whole dream. Thor never really had a set goal that he wanted in life. Now they just threw it, threw at, threw us with a kid, and he's like, oh, now I want to be a dad. Where did that come well, from? They, they did. They did talk about this. So like, um, they talked about this. It was alluded to in Ragnarok, and then it, it was touched upon in uh, Thor: Dark World. But they like kind of gave a little refresher when they went back and Korg explained their little relationship. Thor actually did want to keep. Are you talking about when Korg was re re explaining the entire relationship between them two? Yeah, like the the ending of it. So like, but like, I feel like you can't, you can't just do that randomly. You can't just say one time you want a kid when we, because we, we don't know how much Thor wanted a kid and how long he wanted to get. I I, because you said it, I feel, like they, I feel like they added it in, the, in there so that they, he can be a dad at the end of the movie, which I didn't like. And they gave us that young Avengers, young Thor, young Asgardian scene where, you know, it was like, oh, I can see Thor fighting with, you know, kids. So it was like, okay, well. Get Thor fighting with you know, and that one kid, uh, him, him, Doss, uh, son, he hit that Thor move. We're not gonna act like he didn't hit that Thor he move, did, he he did, he did. but uh, I think that was to set up you know, basically Thor with his new adopted daughter, and they're you know, fighting. But so, they actually allude to it in that first Thor movie, too, when Thor, uh, when Odin basically told Thor, like, you're acting like a child, like, you, you know, you will never, you know. So they they allude to it. They allude to it a little bit. Not really, but really. I'm retconning. Um, so that was my what was that? My third or fourth reason? I think that was my third or fourth. Yeah, your third. <laughs> okay, my third. My fourth. Let me think what was that? Oh, well, it was it was the whole Milnier and Stormbreaker thing. I didn't like I don't want him to have Milnier back. So that was my fourth reason. Um Thanks. fifth reason, I don't think I had. Fifth reason. Oh, it was just Zeus. That was it. That was it. Mm. I didn't hate it. It was just like those are the parts. Those are parts of the movies where I'm just like, like I'm not seeing where this is coming from. Like you've been making movies for eleven years now, and nothing has ever mentioned about it, and it just randomly comes up. I think they they had to figure out where to work it in. Like Heimdall, I, I he had a. What twelve year old son, and we didn't know that since what day? It just came out of no it's like things that just came out of nowhere. That's why I felt like this movie was it was a good movie, but I felt like it was just like a movie where they just had to throw some stuff in there to make the movie. Which But you gotta remember also Heimdall, this movie is not set in twenty twenty. This movie said like twenty twenty seven or something like that. Yeah, 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 I know. 
So technically, Heimdall died in like 2018. So it makes sense that he might have had a two year old or something like that, you know, which makes his death more messed up because he just had a baby and he died. Yeah, like that's really not his son for real. Like it is biologically, but he really wasn't around for like his life. Like we didn't already been through Thanos, a, a blip, uh, you know what I mean? Like his, his son is kind of grown up through everything. So uh, we, we, come on, Lucius, man, shoot them some bail, man. He don't got his dad. But what I can see, what I can see in the future though, is making the perfect Thor movie by bringing pretty much everybody that Thor has lost back into the in, into its like original like Thor like group I guess every everybody coming back to the last Thor movie and going all up I feel like that would be a good time I don't except, see them ever stopping Loki. I don't Thor. care about Loki except Loki <laughs> oh you don't want Loki back in the MCU I don't like Loki I love uh, the R. I love the R.I.P. Loki tattoo on the back of uh, Thor. Oh yeah, that was a good addition. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even. Oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. I was that just was surprised they just showed his butt, and I was like, "Oh, okay. I guess there's nudity in these movies now." I'm just gonna say, like, I'm excited to see what now that Thor has his hammer back. Like, I'm ex- and now that it has that was a crazy segue. <laughs> Thor naked and now Thor has his hammer back. Whoa, whoa, whoa. say goo. <laughs> that love and thunder, huh? <laughs> um, no, I'm I'm interested to see like now that the um the necro sword is incorporated into the hammer. I'm excited to see what that looks like. In the coming movies, who's gonna wield all that stuff though? Like Thor has three weapons now. I'm saying, like, I'm a, one. I mean, and Zeus is obviously alive still, so like, I'm interested He's to coming see, for the like, lightning bolt. Yes, with Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. Hercules. Like, <laughs> like now, I feel like it's just like uh, Guardians too, like. Now Zeus's motive is just to get his lightning bolt back. Like just like in Guardians Two, they stole batteries, so the girl created Adam Warlock just to get her revenge back. Like that, it's just like a dumb motive. So that, I that's like what, that's what I said. Literally, that's what I said. Like I, it felt like like that whole like plot at the end felt just like that. Like oh, we're now we're creating Adam and we're coming after. Yeah. Him. But, then, but you know what? James Gunn got fired after that. Remember? So I think that's kind of why we never got more on that storyline at the time. But isn't he coming back? coming back now but remember guardian we would have been got guardians before uh in game technically oh yeah 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 so i think that's kind of why they were like yeah maybe i think it worked out for the best honestly but the last the next guardians is the last one of that current group right it was kind of sad seeing them without gomorra it felt kind of empty they didn't really feel like the guardians in this movie true they were kind of nerfed I just learned that term like like two weeks ago. No one says that. For real? Not in real life? I've never heard anybody say nerfed. Really? Like like you know what it means though. Like like you know, like you were nerfed, like uh you were basically like like a nerf gun. Like, you know, like there's a real gun and a nerf gun, like you were nerfed, like you were basically depowered. No. Okay. Have you heard of a <laughs> this is it's not even a word though, but it's like have you heard what a chiefer is? No, what is that? 
<laughs> it's just a vape. That's oh wow. it. That's what they call it. So like, like it's it's it mostly just started like with all these like juniors and seniors now. But they they'll be like, oh hey, let me hit your chiefer, and I'm just like, what? I don't yeah. like that. I don't like that at all. Well, it's better than being nerfed. <laughs> no, they nerfed that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, what are you guys' final thoughts on it all? Which are you guys excited for the next movie? I mean, they didn't really set up anything else officially. Truly, they did not set up anything, but I feel like they set up a lot. You know, like Marvel just kind of has that way of just pulling you like you watch something and you're like oh I didn't even know this is going to really relate back to this so I feel like there's kind of that mystery there which I enjoy um and I feel like you know these movies always tie in some kind of way to something so I'm excited to see where it ties in if it even does at all so we'll see we know it is I the know. movies are getting better. I mean, <laughs> they're getting better they're getting better Spider-Man was great Ashley was just talking about that though. I'm literally thinking of all the end credit scenes from all the movies since Phase Four, and none of them relate. We got Shang Chi, who there's a signal calling with the rings that we don't even know what's calling to. We got Black Knight and Blade, and then we have Harry Styles coming as <laughs> saying, "Oh, he knows where Cersei, uh, Kingo, and them are with the Celestials." Right. And then we got uh, Doctor Doctor Strange, who just met the stranger and cut a portal open, and they just went into the Dormammu universe. And then now we got Spider Man, who I forgot he's on swinging, swinging off, not to MIT. Yep. So swinging like, off ambiguously. And then now you got Zeus trying to get his lightning bolt back with Hercules. Then, <laughs> yeah, that it's just like none of <laughs> none of this makes sense. And got, Jane is got, at Valhalla is with uh. <laughs> The gods, yes, <laughs> like like we have gods. Eter- we got gods, celestials, spider crawling creatures, universes, and then you have the multiverse. So it's oh, just like- no, the multiverse, <laughs> the incursions. This is this is this is gonna be probably the craziest phase. We just say. we just literally got uh all the t- you got to count the TV shows as well. Miss Marvel yeah. is still going. Miss Marvel's a good show too. Yeah, I, um, I watched the first episode, but you know, I gotta watch Moon Knight before I uh finish Miss yeah. Marvel. I do. Like. I only got to episode two with Miss Marvel. I fell asleep on it. Oh, it gets better. Yeah, I mean, no, it was I, pretty good, but they I, they were going for something different. It was like a teen drama. It was like Lizzie McGuire in the MCU. <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> it's Lizzie McGuire. It's Lizzie MCU. Okay, I'm probably not gonna finish <laughs> No, I mean, is if you want, if you plan on watching like the next, like the the Marvels, the Captain Marvel sequel, you gotta finish it. Well, I gotta stop slacking because I've been slacking on these like little Disney shows, like these little six showers, and mm-hmm. they've been fucking me up. Like whenever I go to the movies, I'm like, damn, I should have paid attention. So. I'm telling you, I'm telling <laughs> you, which ones haven't you finished? Okay, so I went and saw Doctor Strange without. Finishing WandaVision, WandaVision which oh, I was like, what the crime. fuck? Like, it I was a crime. Like, I told you. I played, I played myself for real because I was like, bitch, you. Oh, wait, you said, wait, you said you went into Doctor Strange without finishing WandaVision? Yes. Oh, yeah, you messed up. Oh, yeah, I played myself. Like, for real. It's they they should have, to be fair, they shouldn't have said it was a Doctor Strange movie because he was super nerfed in that movie. It was literally WandaVision season two. 
Like right. he was it's, super it's, nerfed. Yeah, it seemed like I mean, really, the only thing that you got from like Doctor Strange <laughs> was like him with that chick and like him with that girl or whatever, and then him getting that third eye, you know, like. But most like it was pretty much a WandaVision. He fell in love. Like, Don't do that. He fell in love with his I his mean, multiversal uh, fiance, and I he mean, you know found peace, and he kind of got a little adopted daughter from song. But it was mostly a show about fucking uh, Scarlet Witch and fucking Wanda, you know. So I was like, I was like, man, I should have watched WandaVision. It was just WandaVision without the vision. Did you guys have a commentary about Doctor Strange or no? No, we didn't do it. We didn't. We didn't. Okay, I I have a lot to say about that movie. (laughs) Well, I mean, the good news is Doctor Strange is coming back, or he will be back. I'm tired of Marvel doing that in the movies. But I liked it on this one because which Thor are they talking about? Hey, no, we no. <laughs> you want to know something? My friend and we were laughing because this is so true. After end credit, every end credit scene when it says like this person will return or whatever, mm-hmm. we can all read those three words that says Thor will return. You got mm-hmm. the people in the crowd like Thor will return. I'm like I know that, so we were just sitting there laughing because like everybody freaking like reads reads it out loud and it's just funny. <laughs> And we were just no, saying when, how, when I saw Doctor Strange, everybody I saw it at like eleven thirty. I saw the last showing on opening night, and everybody was asleep. Like <laughs> yeah, like Mister Fantastic pops on screen. I knew at that at that moment when Mister Fantastic pops on screen, everyone didn't go wow. <laughs> you know, Marvel movies now they they like know that like they're doing these fan servicey things, so they just leave in that little extra like space in dialogue. For people to literally like pause when someone walks on screen, like it's a, a sitcom, and when it was just straight silence in the entire theater, I was like, "Wow!" When they were like, "And the smartest man in the in the in the world, uh, Mister Fantastic, whatever his name is, what is his name? Reed Richards," and he popped on screen. It was like, I was literally, I got up the theater like, "Is, that, is no one going? Not nah, this this? Uh, all right, all right." All right, cool. Go ahead, Reed. <laughs> it definitely depends on your crowd. That's why I always choose like the most busiest theater, uh, like the one that mostly everybody goes to for opening nights. And then I choose a time where everybody was like flexible with that because it's a Thursday. I'm sure people have work Wednesday or Friday. So I usually do like a nine or eight o'clock showing. Because like nobody goes in, in, the, in the theater, especially where Marvel movies. I like to be in a crowded theater. I like to be yeah. with people that's going to cheer with me. Exactly. Yeah, in game was beautiful. Oh, that was a beautiful experience. In game, everybody's jumping out their seats. Oh man, we was that was like literally like an emotional roller coaster for everybody. So I, I I can say that End Game was probably it's still that's well first that is my favorite movie, but I can say like that is the best theater experience I've ever had in, in the theaters. Agree. I, I don't think anything will. So, I mean, Spider Man came close, but no one near close. It, it can't. Time. It can't possibly come as close because the stakes weren't as high as in game. That's yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like in game, I saw it in such a large theater. It was like a stadium type theater. We had to wait like 30 minutes just to get inside. It was a super long line. Like we were waiting on Jordans, and literally our seats are all the all the way at the bottom. We had to wait upstairs and then walk down into the theater through the stairs. It was crazy. It was crazy. Endgame is amazing. Um, the only thing I hate about certain movies that are really great, so I know movies are really great. If I have to use the bathroom in between the movie and I have to pick which scene I'm going to miss a little bit, it's a great movie. Yeah. 
that means I've been there a long time that, you know, I'm enjoying this. Right. And I had to for Endgame. Like, when they had that scene where uh, uh, they destroyed the Avengers uh, compound, I missed that initially. Uh, Tobey Maguire uh, popping up in Spider-Man, missed it. Um, this movie, I even missed uh, a scene. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. So, yeah. You're a fake fan for missing that. Yeah, it's the bathroom break test for me. Yeah, um, I'm excited for where they're going to go, though. Yeah, same. I don't know where. I'm, I'm who excited. knows? Who knows? There's there's literally infinite possibilities. So just got to enjoy if you want to continue the Shang-Chi journey, I highly suggest you watch Miss Marvel. It is connected. Okay, because I do want to continue the Shang-Chi uh, journey because I enjoyed it. It's, it's the same thing. The the bangle that she has there is the same thing as the uh the things the Bet. what do you call them the the uh, ten rings. Bet say less. Okay, well, stop spoiling it. <laughs> oh, that's not even a spoil at this point. I think that that was in the trailer. Mm-hmm. It was just like nah, not budging. <laughs> you probably will love it though. I mean, how'd you feel about Moon Knight? I like Moon Knight. It was really good. I'd probably say my second favorite show. Oh, it's ranked. It's ranked number two on the wow. uh, fans. Yeah, it's ranked number two. I, the uh, outside of Loki. I uh no. I don't know. I I kind of like the hype of Wandavision, so that's kind of still my number one. And then it goes Moon Knight, and then it goes the Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then it goes uh Hawkeye, Hawkeye, and then Loki. They have wow. Hawkeye at the bottom. Like, this is what most fans voted. Hawkeye is the least. And, and the views actually account for this as well. Hawkeye is the lowest view and it's the least popular. Then they have um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, WandaVision, uh, Moon Knight, and then Loki. Thus far. I can't really judge because I haven't watched WandaVision or Moon Knight. So, you know, and I didn't watch fucking, let's be real. I didn't watch the Captain America stuff because Captain America is probably my least favorite. So I. That was the most, that was the one you could miss the most. I'm going to be honest. No, 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 (laughs) no. First of all, it has a lot to do with politics and stuff based on the world we live in right now, which I suggest you watching it because it relates but at, but at the same time, they could. That's the only real. one they did right, where it was like, okay, you probably didn't have to see this to understand what's going on going forward. Like that was the only one where their their promise of you didn't have to see the shows to watch the movies. It it actually is true. Because they actually cut his scene. He was in Far From Home originally as the post credit scene. He actually pops up at the end, like, "Hey, Spider Man, you need any help with the suit on and everything?" So it you know. It so like it's gonna leave something you just don't know yet. So yeah, I suggest. Oh no, they uh, announced Spider. Uh, or I mean, Captain America Four. Oh okay, exactly. So she has to watch it, but you just said it's pointless of watching it. Uh, okay. It's That's pretty much Captain America. It's pretty much Sam Wilson's origin story for his Captain America. Okay. Yeah, like well, you I'm... wouldn't under. Well, but then again, remember, technically, people wouldn't be like. I feel like how they left off in game. With uh, having, you know, like him getting the shield, I feel like you wouldn't be as surprised to just see him as Captain. Like, it, it would be way 
it works for like WandaVision or Doctor Strange or something else like that. But you watch it all. Watch it all. I'm I'm a I'm I need to just watch all of them just so I can be in the know of anything because I, I want to be ready. I want to be for, ready for whatever. Oh, it's gonna start getting super confusing. Right. That's don't. why I'm like, I have to like watch all of them because I already got caught slipping on one movie and I don't want to be caught in the dark like that no more. <laughs> so <laughs> what's the next movie? Black Panther? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you do gotta watch Captain yeah. America before going in the uh, I mean uh, yeah. Falcon and the Soldier before going into yeah. Black Panther. Yeah, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna spend a weekend and I have a week off like coming up at the end of the month. So I'm just gonna spend a couple of days binging all the stuff that I have not watched. Shouldn't, okay. we begin the, shouldn't we begin the trailer for Black Panther pretty soon? Yes, I think they uh they released some footage obviously in that little scissor room, but um I think and I'm I'm gonna spoil the trailer a little bit. Don't <laughs> don't don't not the rice and teller. All right, I won't spoil <laughs> don't. it. Don't <laughs> I won't spoil anything. It's okay. It's okay. I want all surprises because I have no clue what they're doing with this movie. Oh, you're gonna love it too. You're gonna love it. You don't even know you're gonna love it, but you're gonna love it. We'll see. Ooh, can I throw a hint out there? Are the Eternals in there? No. <laughs> What's your hint? Jason Momoa. Oh, I already know about the villain. It's just I I, I want to see. I don't want to hear about who it is and what's what's the everything. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, they did just say the movie was like a love letter to Chadwick Boseman, though. So that's that's the good thing. Unless he's not replaced. Oh, they thought about that idea, and I'm glad they didn't go with it. I'm glad that just fell if, if they would replace him, that would have been. They, I I feel like that movie would have got probably be the most like. What would you call that? That would be the biggest flop in Marvel history. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it'd be Eternals, and then it would be just a little bit above that. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't have to mention Eternals. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Are we counting the Sony stuff? (laughs) Oh, please don't. (laughs) Uh, But that's all I got to say on Thor. Um, Yes. Any this closing is good, thoughts? Lucy? Yeah. <laughs> any any closing thoughts? Oh, I didn't I did not hear that question. Uh no. I'm just curious where to see where everything's gonna go. All right. Well, this audio commentary. We'll be back. Or we'll return. <laughs>